Welcome to Season 2 of Wood Enthusiast, starring our host, Larry Woodstone. Welcome to the next episode of Wood Enthusiast. We are so excited to, for this episode, and and I gave a little precursor on the last episode, where we kind of we kind of gave you guys a little hook to make sure you showed back up, because we're really excited about this interview. Steph, can we get a mic change? I don't like this mic. I don't like this. It, it, I don't like the way it makes me sound. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Steph. We have a really exciting interview coming up here, and this is something I'm, I mean, Gary's been nipping at the buds, and we mm-hmm. use that expression. There's a lot of expressions that come up being a wood enthusiast community. Of course. You know, and, and we're going to talk more about that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of expressions that, you know, even you even you will be using, you know, that people use on a daily basis, That and they're like, oh my goodness, I didn't know that was a wood enthusiast expression that we made Like up. slapstick humor. Slapstick humor or something. We, we, we created that kind of, that right. kind of terminology, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, when someone says just stick to it, guys, you can stick to it, just stick to it. Like when they were doing a rah, rah, root, root kind of thing for sports, that's one of our expressions. Mm-hmm. That's one that, you know, I came up with years ago and that's kind of, you know, it's, it's cop, it's kind of a copyright. It's a trademark, but you know, stick to it or stick with it. Those that's, that's an expression from the wood enthusiast community and knock on wood, knock on wood is, well, that's, that's age that's, old. A, that's ours. Yes. You know, that's something that we've, you know, we've, we've written the book on that's ours. That's our, that's our statement, yep. but there's lots of those. I always say I'm twigging out, you know? Yeah. And people across the globe use that. They say, oh my goodness, that guy's on drugs. He's twigging out. You know? I say I'm shedding my bark. Of course. Of course. And that one's not as big yet. Nope. But, but it, will, it will be. But what I'm getting around to is that something that I know about Reverend Pastor Josh Friend, and that's an interview we're having coming up here, is really exciting. Oh. Because we're just past Easter. And as you, some of you guys may or may not know this, me and Gary, uh, we're, you know, we're Bible-believing Christians. We're evangelical Christians. Yes. You know? And we do, we do all sorts of things in that world. You know, and some of you and some of you guys that are listening, you don't have a clue what that means. You have a crap clue what that means, and we're okay with that because, you know, you know that's that's part of our lifestyle that that's really important to us. Absolutely. Gary knows that, and I know that. But something that we've been able to do is really hone in on a relationship with some someone that's pretty incredible. His name's Pastor Reverend Josh Friend, mm. and I gave him a call, and Gary, you know, Gary got on the horn with me, and he said, you know, get Larry. You guys are so close. You and you know, you and Pastor Reverend Josh Friend are so close. Give him a call and see if you can get a one-on-one interview. A little bit about the Easter season, mm. because there's an old expression, and, and mm-hmm. some of you who will know a little bit about this, and even some of you don't. You know, there's something that we've we've always said. You know, the, it's, we always said the old rugged cross. 
you know, the old rugged cross. And it's the emblem of suffering and shame. And that's, and that's something that we see in our community. Mm. And, and I said, you know, I looked at, I looked at Gary and said, you're so friggin' wise. This is ridiculous. You're so, I, I didn't have a crap clue what he was talking about for the first few seconds when he said, call, you know, Pastor Reverend Josh friend. But then all of a sudden he says old rugged cross. And I said, mm. yes, you're spot on. Let's mm. talk a little bit about that mm. uh, in respect to the Easter weekend, which, you know, Christians across the globe celebrate, you know, they celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And some of those who don't, they can still celebrate the idea of wood. You know, the idea of, absolutely. you know, the preciousness of wood absolutely. and how that, you know, the how. So we're going to go into that interview now and I'm going to thank Gary so much. Thank you so much, Gary, for just being along on the ride with me on this, this episode of, of, you know, it's my podcast and I chose not to bring Glenn along on this one, but you know, I might do a little clip with him, a little quick interview to see, you know, if he can get his head on straight. Um, Larry. And, yeah. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Gary. Oh my goodness. I get overwhelmed sometimes when Gary's always sitting beside me, but. Let's go outside and let's, you know, kind of tuck on some of these pine trees and see if we can snap a couple branches off and throw them in the fire to get that smell. Absolutely. Okay, okay, let's hang up. Let's hang up and let's go straight to our interview with Pastor Reverend Josh Friend. Hello. Hello. Oh my goodness, Josh Friend. Indeed. And you've got yourself recorded. Indeed. I, um, yeah, I'm trying to do my best for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I had some of our production team give you a call just a little bit earlier to make sure that, you know, you were set up and you kind of shrugged them off and said, Steph, you know, this is Pastor Reverend Josh Friend. I think I know what I'm doing. I've been in front of a mic a few times. Well, I I, I would have to say that I owe a little bit to you. <laughs> I have uh, invested, uh, let me say, in, in some equipment that I think is just going to make life easier on both of us. Yeah, I noticed. I, I I got the receipt. You know, I got the bill, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, we sent it to the production crew, and basically their eyes fell out of their head. And and I said, guys, you know, this is this is Pastor Reverend Josh Friend. You know, this isn't this isn't someone to skimp. You know, sometimes when it comes to Glenn, we like to skimp and save a few dollars. But sure, this is a different situation. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I, I haven't seen the check, obviously, yet. But uh, no. no. <laughs> well, you know, you know how they can be. Yeah. You know, I'm just, a man of faith. You know that. Yeah, well, of course, of course you are, and that's and that's why we call you Pastor Reverend Josh Friend. Indeed, you know, and and on that topic, I was you know I was garage sailing this morning, and I was thinking a little bit about you because you know I, I don't exactly have the lifestyle you know that that you're able to afford you know given your pastor's salary and and some of the things that you do, mm. uh, but I was out there garage sailing this morning, and I you know I was just kind of doing some pickings, looking through some good stuff. And I got I got myself a set of four wooden bowls, and obviously I'm not going to turn that down for a dollar. For a dollar. Yeah. And to some of our, for some of our American listeners, you know, over here we call it a loony. We don't even yeah. say a dollar. We say that oh, that's just a loony. Just a loony. Yeah. And over over there in Alberta, they they say toony when it comes to you know a two dollar coin. We call it yeah. a toony. Absolutely. Don't we, Mister Friend? Yeah. In, indeed. And that was really exciting for me. And I, I obviously, as you know, uh, we haven't had a chance to catch up. Because you and me have been so incredibly busy. Yeah, it's it has seemed that way. I mean, I think taking up some new hobbies and um, yeah, reviving some old. Uh, I think yeah, we we both try to find ourselves pretty busy. You're just talking about hobbies, and it's funny because you would. We have a forum, you know, the wood enthusiast kind of the, the leadership. We have a forum, and you were sharing with us some pictures. Uh, yeah. of, of some of your hobbies. And I'm not going to touch on that yet. Just give me a moment here because at the same time, you're also talking about planting some gardens. Yes, indeed. And we you've have been planting some gardens with your community. Yeah. So we actually have uh, a community garden that we've started in here in Fort McMurray. Um, you would think that 
maybe nothing grows up here, but I'll tell you, um, we got a whole Be- bunch of stuff. Well, because of the fires. Be- well, because of uh, the fires. Yeah, and, and that's a few years ago now. But uh, you know, from from the ashes, uh, some beautiful things have been rising. And I'll tell you, the the gardens are one of them. I've been learning a lot. And that's funny you say that because as a pastor, you obviously know that you know there's a verse in the Bible that says you know we'll trade beauty for ashes. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of the reverse. In, indeed. It? Well, and we are finding in beauty from the ashes, indeed. And well, it's been just over three years now since evacuations, but um, you know what? These, Sounds like a sensitive topic. Oh, it, it is for many people here. I didn't experience it myself, but I'll tell you, um, these people are strong, like, uh, like a, a oh. good ruddy oak. You know, it sounds to me like you're saying there's a little bit of resilience. Oh, not... not I kind of, that, that's kind of the word that comes running around my mind is resilience. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, this um, this group snaps back like a green tree. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, give me a, I'd take a green tree any day over a non-green tree. That's what that's one of the old adages. You know? Oh yeah, I I, I haven't you heard know. that proverb. One of the one of the one of the you know obviously Josh knows this, and this is more for our community, Pastor Reverend Josh friend. But uh, we make up a lot of sayings. You know, a lot of sayings as part of the wood enthusiast community, and 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 Pastor Reverend Josh Friend, you know, years and 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 years ago, made up a saying. He said, "Oh, you you just can't shake a stick at it." You know, that's one of the that's one of the things you created. That 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 started with you. Ugh. You know, my house. Some of our friends in Norway use that. We have friends in Norway. We have friends in you know Japan. They don't use it in Japan. Obviously, they can't because some of some of the laws. Yeah, uh, but you know they use it and, all over and, the world. In the Czech, don't don't forget the Czech Republic. Oh, absolutely, one of my favorite communities is right there in Czechos. Oh, <gasps> I almost said Czechoslovakia, but that's just that's almost <laughs> bordering on a sin. Just check. Yeah, just you know check out those babes, that type of thing. You know, yeah. check please. <laughs> yeah, you know, one of the old things. Uh, I wanted to tell you, and you're you know, some people don't know this, and we're going to touch on this a little bit later, Pastor Ruff and Josh friend, but. Um, some people don't know that we have a history, we have a relationship that kind of intertwines us when it comes to music. We've known each other a while. We've known each other for a while, that's exactly it. And if, if you press rewind on the old tape, you know, the, the old cassette, yeah. you can go back a few years and you can hear, you know, Pastor Evan Josh Friend and myself and four other dear friends of ours singing in an a cappella group. Oh, yes. Wow. Isn't that right? What years? Those and some were. people aren't going to believe us. We got people. We have friends of ours on Twitter that that they won't believe us. They'll say, you, you know, you guys are just flo- floating our rudders. You know, well, the old expression, the old adage, floating our rudders. Well, they're going to check it out because this is a surprise for you. But I found one of our old albums. No, I did. And at the very end of this, I'm going to play for us one of our favorite songs because we're going to talk about it a little bit a little bit later on. Okay. So that's, these are just, you know, these are kind of those little things, hooks. I call them hooks. You I made are that full up of years surprises ago. today. Yeah, I, I am full of surprises. But I wanted to backpedal because I forgot we, we were talking about something, some pictures you sent me today. Sure. Why don't you tell us a little bit, tell the audience a little bit about what you've been doing the last few days. Uh, well, I... Gary's going to love this, Josh. Know, Gary I, hasn't heard this. He's going to love this. Yeah, I I just, I, I fear just a little bit because he may love some of what I have to say, but maybe not everything. Um, I, I say it cautiously, I suppose. Well, that's the best way with Gary. He always, because of his wisdom, his intellect, I always Indeed. say everything. He thinks, I, he thinks I'm an idiot. He called me and said, don't just run your mouth off with, you know, Pastor Reverend Josh Friend. And he gave me some guidelines. You know, he kind of gave me some rules and some things to talk about because he's very smart. He's obviously he's robust. very wise. So. Indeed. 
very robust. Yeah. He loves his snacks. And well, uh, he, you know, mentally, physically, the, the man is uh, a presence to be uh, to be held for sure. That's, uh, that's exactly it. And so, I I cautiously say, I never, you know, sauntered into the whole binary understanding of of wood or whether I was a speciest or or not. And mm. I must say that a newfound hobby of mine, smoking meat over oh. wood has mm. has influenced my opinion on this i know i'm going back to some season one early season one stuff here in our oh. conversation you know what you know that's not just season one this is life it, and that's what we've been is. saying thank you and, and thank josh you. i've been saying oh sorry pastor reverend josh friend um i've been saying this for years that this isn't just about season one you know we've got thousands of viewers saying, you know, I'm shaking my head. I'm not, you know, I'm knocking my head on right. sand, you know, the old adage. And I'm saying, no, this is more about life, guys. Yeah. This is going to come up time and time again. So you go ahead. Well, so, okay. With all due respect to all those in the wood enthusiast community who might find themselves, you know, uh, attach themselves to a, a Glenn, a Larry, a, a, to, to any of our opinions in regards to hardwoods or softwoods. whether there are species I have been smoking meat now over these last several days and I have encountered a drastic difference between one type of wood and another most of them are oh hard wood. most of them most of them are all are hard sure but soaking wet hard you know soaking wet with water and, and, aren't and they? well you you want to soak them or you know Paul Bryce you know, we can talk about that I'm sure another time I can go on and on yeah. I, I have been loving this but I have to say I must find myself in the speciest camp at this point oh I, I don't think that there are maybe just two kinds of wood oh um many hardwoods oh are good goodness. but I find a difference between an oak and and, and a hickory forgive me Wow, I know this is this is kind of like hitting me like a sledgehammer because obviously, as you know, this is this is a topic we landed on, and, and as I said, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna land on it again. I but know. you know, Gary, you know, Gary's adamant about this, and I might I might even check in with him to get a bit of a response. I think, I think you actually, you know what? I might not. I might not because uh, Steph, let's just let's paste in a response right here. Seems like a really good place. Um, just yeah. So Gary, uh, I was just giving you a call because I was talking to Pastor Rip and Josh Friend during our interview, and he mentioned that he may not be on the team anymore. Kind of the binary, you know, the hardwood softwood idea. And I'm just, you know, I'm just curious. You know, obviously you love Pastor Rip and Josh Friend, and you know, in his notoriety, so to speak. So I'm just curious what your thoughts were on that. That's absolutely ridiculous. Fame changes pastors, and this is just an example of it. I don't want to talk about this again. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Steph, we shouldn't have even called. We shouldn't have even called. Let's just let's just go back. Go back to the interview. Gary has, you know, sometimes Gary has emotional control issues, and I, you know, I've seen him smirk a few times, but that's about it. But when oh. it comes to this kind of stuff, sometimes it's a bit much. It, it's best that he hears it from me, and so this is me saying, "I think I've now, I found it." You know what, Steph? You, pro- you probably shouldn't have even put that in there. This one's probably on you because if you know you listen to the whole thing and he says he doesn't, even, he wants to tell him directly. So cut that right out. Cut that whole piece with Gary out, and I'll call Gary and apologize because that uh, I'll apologize on your behalf because we we probably shouldn't have done that. The pro- the producer probably shouldn't have done that. Let's just move on. 
Now, I have a bit of an issue with you, and I was going to ask you this. As obviously, you're you're a well-known pastor, a well-known speaker, and a, a you know a theolo you know a theologian, so to speak, so to speak. And when you when you sent me that, I believe it was a brisket. If I'm going to be honest, I think it was a brisket. It was a beautiful piece of meat. It, it was really nice bark. And you had you had mentioned something that really upset me because you said you had applewood smoked it. You know, you applewood smoked it. And I, and I called Gary right away and I said, Gary, I'm upset about this because I'm a Bible believer, you know, and, and, and f- as far as I know, and this is where you, I need to stand corrected possibly because I don't think you would do something that's, you know, non-biblical. But as far as I know, one of the greatest sins in the history of mankind of all time in the whole world, civilization as we know it, mankind, was when Adam and Eve took a bite of the apple, you know, hmm. and that I, ever since then, I won't even look at an apple. And, and if I do look at one. It's a Granny Smith, and even with even if I look at a Granny Smith, as pleasant as they're to look like, look at, I still cringe. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, there, there's a few yeah. things I suppose that we could um, kind of deal with there. I guess I have the, nothing against Grannies. I have nothing against Grannies. Oh, uh, it's uh, the apple. I I don't think I don't think anyone yeah is is saying that, but you do. Um, you you do bring up something important, I think, and this is may, maybe kind of the first time that trees really enter into the conversation between wood and man, and so maybe we should um, you know be thinking about that. But uh, I I don't think it was an apple. Sorry, back. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Just back to train up a little bit here. What do you? What, it sounds to me like you're suggesting that the word apple's not, you know, not actually in scripture, not actually in holy scriptures. Well, I, I just, I'm not so sure that. Well, I'm, I'm certain that the word apple is not in. Uh, I think you're, you're talking about Genesis chapter three. I, I don't nope. think that the word no apple is actually there. Um, and actually, I, there are many scholars who believe that it's actually something more like a pomegranate. Oh my, oh, oh, that's disgusting. Pomegranates have a very bitter taste when you try to drink that juice. It's just bitter. It's, there's no sweetness to it. Well, maybe there's you know, Are, you, are there. you telling me that could, be the, that could be the, oh my goodness, this is a bit of a revelation here. Give me a second. Tempted by a pomegranate. Can you believe it? That's a song. I've heard that song. Uh, Tempted by a pomegranate. That's a song. I think that's a song from the 70s. Hey, Steph, can you add in that, you know, the tempt... Tempted by a fruit of another. Do, do you have that song? We don't have the rights. It, it, it's going to cost too much. We'll just delete, just skip, skip past this. Let's just move on. It's Reverend Josh Friend. Hmm. Oh my goodness. This is kind of overwhelming because, you know, I've spent a lot of time. I don't drink apple ciders. I don't drink apple juice. I don't, I don't even look at, as, as I mentioned, you know, I like, you know, I, I can kind of kind of acknowledge a little bit of my sin here because I kind of like the look of a Granny Apple Smith. You know, I Granny Apple, you know, uh, I like the way it looks, the Granny Smith apples. And I've, I kind of stare at them and I always make my lip go up a little bit to show that I'm cringing. But, you know, deep down, I, you know, it's a pleasant, it's a pleasant, look. obviously you're going to agree with me now, it's a pleasant looking apple. But it sounds to me like you're saying there's, you're saying it's more of a pomegranate that yeah, we have to I, worry about. I don't think you can... Because those Hold those buggers are full of seeds. Those buggers are full of seeds. Well, think about how aren't those, those little brats? Yeah, no kidding. And and they and they stain. They stain your fingers and your 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 nice white shirts. I like to wear a white V neck everywhere I go. Well, it there's, stains there's a reason I think God said don't eat from it. You know, oh my good, and, oh my dear heavens. Yeah. So I, you know, I. 
So, because what I, I get a, I'm not a big pomegranate fan, I'll say. No, well, of course, of course you're not, you know, with knowledge like that. And I'm yeah. sure Gary, <laughs> Gary probably knew that and just never well, bothered telling me because he, well, he knows gentle. that kind of thing. Yeah, he's, he's a very, oh, he's an extremely gentle person unless you make him angry. Sure. You know, I, I don't have bruises on my back for nothing. <laughs> you know, the old, the old adage, you know, and I, and that's I also literal. It's not just this. Yeah, it's actual. Oh. That's, that's a literal situation here. Oh. So oh, he kind of brings up some bad memories, but I've made a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes. Mm. Something I wanted to tell you, mm. and I wanted to connect this kind of to connect us to the conversation was that I got a new Gretsch, a new Gretsch guitar. Oh, and that's something I really wanted to share with you because of our history and music. So, so what? Well, congratulations on your new procurement. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a solid maple. It's a solid maple. It's oh, forest green. Oh, I was wondering. It's forest I, green. I, I didn't solid, want to force the issue because again, you start getting into species and all that stuff again. Well, and, that's exactly it. That's I, exactly I just, it. Uh, yeah, so it's maple. Wow, beautiful. Yeah, I gave. I, I ran it past Gary. You know, I, I, I tried to call you, but obviously you're probably out gallivanting around in your in your new garden with all your green, yeah, your green peppers <laughs> and your you know jalapeno peppers and all those fancy things you're growing. Oh, indeed. So I ran it past Gary, and he was fine with it. He said, "You know what? Go throw it on the bill. It's it's forest green. Number one, mm. forests, <laughs> and secondly, it's hard maple. So we're, I was kind of totally in the clear there. It wasn't an issue. Wow, it wasn't an issue at all." But I, I wanted to bring another another point up while we're talking to you. Something that a lot of Americans know is that you and I are both Canadian. Yes. And recently, very, very recently, because you and me are also on social media together, and we talked about the Raptors winning, you know, winning the finals, the NBA finals. And we both watched. We were up late, late at night, almost every single night watching these the series, series of, of playoffs. You know, we were knocking them off one after another, just destroying these teams. And, we're, you know, this is the first time in Canadian history that we won, a, you know, we won the NBA finals. We the North. And That's it's right. a Canadian sport. You know, it's a Canadian sport. And you told me that, you know, I, I didn't need, I didn't need the commissioner to remind me of that because you called me, you know, you called me almost every night and kind of said, you know, Larry, this is a Canadian sport. Don't you forget know, the Canadian James sport. We invented it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, and you would constantly remind me of, and I was curious because of your biblical knowledge, what this has to do with the rapture. Wow. What, what the connection is there. I actually, I think maybe you're just getting those two words maybe combined a little Cause bit. Cause that's, that's theological. That's theological, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's a yeah. That's, that's from Revelations. Uh, it it uh, well, I, I think it's actually called the Revelation of John. So uh, there's no actual yeah S, Revelations. Uh, it, uh, Revelations because of all the thoughts he had, and that's he had a thought about the Raptors winning the winning the you know he had a thought about the Rapture where they would win, you know the season finale the season finale of basketball. Yeah. So I'm, tell me about that, Josh. Yeah, I'm not so sure that's exactly what that means, but you know what. Um, that that might be a little. Gary was building, Gary was building some gates for his front porch. Okay. And uh, and I and he sent me some pictures and they he you know he was using it for outside but he wasn't using pressure treated wood. He was using pressure treated wood. He he wasn't he wasn't even using pressure treated wood. He for was outdoor. just using regular. He was using untreated wood for the outdoor his outdoor gates. Hey. And my, my first thought was, and I don't say this in front of him, he's not going to hear this. I'll probably have Steph delete it out. I said, you know, this guy's being an idiot. Next thing I know, he put four coats of, you know, exterior paint on there. And he says, oh, that'll seal that sucker right up. Basically more chemicals in that paint than they put in pressure treated wood. That's so Gary's gates. And then, and then I had that conversation with him, Josh, Pastor Reverend Josh friend. And the next thing I thought was heaven's gates and hell's flames. I see. 
See, I think it's maybe just on the mind. You know, if you if you got something there that's just sitting on your mind, uh, and then you see raptors, and then you know um, the idea of rapture. Uh, you you know, I, I I think there's there's things like that that just uh, that that click with us sometimes. It sounds like I've got scripture on the mind. You're saying yeah. I've got scripture on the mind. Uh, it's, it's not a bad place for it to be, uh, but at the same time, yeah, I I think your mind might just be stretching a bit. And do you do you remember that, Mister? Pastor Raven Josh Friend, did you ever go to see that play in the in the 90s? It's called Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. Oh yes, yes. That's a scary play. Yeah, it it is um it is jarring. There's a band, there's a band DC Talk that did a song, I Wish We'd All Been Ready. I wish we'd all been ready. The children died, the days grew cold, a piece of bread. Goodbye, oh babe, oh gold. I wish we'd all been ready. And that, that, those two are always intertwined with me. When I think about Gary's Gates and I think about Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames, I'm instantly, you know, I'm drawn back to that song. Yeah, I, I, there was another one in the 70s called Wish You Were Here. Um, Something like that. Too. Oh, I remember that yeah. one. Yeah, like the same sort of an idea of you know two men standing in a field, um, one is taken, the other left standing still. If I remember right. Two men walking up a hill, one disappears, and one's left standing still. I wish we'd all been ready. Yeah. 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 And so, and, and this is, I mean, this is one of those things where I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually really good at where I draw into the, into the next topic. Mm. And that's what I'm going to do here because we, we haven't done a podcast, you know, Pastor Evan Josh friend for a long time. And you know that because we've been so busy here, it's been springtime and, you know, obviously it's wood season and we're out there just bucking wood and yeah. doing all sorts of stuff Falling and you're trees. out there in your gardens <laughs> and it's just, it's just crazy. It's nuts. It's absolutely insane. And one thing that we didn't get a chance to talk about was Easter. Right. And this is in this, and you know, I probably had 40, 50, 60, 70 emails saying, I want to hear, you know, Pastor Reverend Josh Friend, and I want to hear a little bit about Easter mm-hmm. when it comes to wood in the right. wood enthusiast community. And I said, and I said, this is funny because one of the segues we have is that me and Pastor Reverend Josh Friend were in an a cappella group, you know, gospel a cappella group. One of the songs we sang, You're not one of my favorite ones. Is the, You're not going to bring it up. Yeah. Okay? You listen oh. to this. Listen, it's the old rugged cross. Oh, you know it's. They say in that song, it's the emblem of suffering and shame. You know, and that how true that is for those of us. And, and in the states, there's a lot of people that kind of cling to the Christian worldview. You know, not as much in Canada. We're we're a bit more perverse and liberal and you know dysfunctional in Canada. Uh, but I, let me no, let me tell me a little bit about the old rugged cross. What do we know about that? Well, uh, one thing that we know about the word cross itself is that actually we get the word uh, excruciating from the idea of the cross. And so it was not a very pleasant experience. Um, it was because the word, the, the word crucifixion, crucifixion, it means yeah. excruciate, doesn't it? Yeah, the, they're both coming from the same uh, kind of, I think it's Latin root. Uh, it, and that's what I've heard. I learned that in high school, to be honest. Yeah, so there you go. And uh yeah, the the difficulty I think is that we always have this view of some uh, some tea uh, that's that's up on top of a hill, 
somewhere, but we don't really think about how heavy it might have been or uh, how, you know, the song is called Old Rugged Cross. It, it probably was used by someone in the past and maybe was taken down, but I bet you there was, <laughs> talk about um, sliver savers, uh, I'll tell you, it, 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 is, uh, it would be something uh, of a sliver uh, machine that, that cross to carry it up. And it was- You know, and that's, that's why the line is, it's the emblem of suffering and shame. Mm-hmm. Because it has that kind of, you know, I, I, like, I like a rough wood and obviously Gary does, but we're talking about something very different here. We're talking about, we're talking about Easter where we're, we're celebrating someone who's gone through a lot of pain yes. you know, on behalf of mankind. Indeed. You know, more than that, he was, you know, put to death on this cross. Yeah. And that, and I wanted to say this, Pastor Reverend Josh Friend, and I wanted to say this, uh, you know, I grew up in a Christian household. And this song, this is a very famous song. It's a very precious song to a lot of Christians. And I grew up listening to it. And even as a young child, you know, I was drawn to the wood, you know, because there's a lot, you know, there's a lot in the Bible when it comes to wood. You know, there's the cedars of Lebanon and, you know, and there's, there's things about wood that you obviously know because you do messages on it. You do lots of messages. Sure. Sermons. You know, some people don't know what messages mean. It's another word for sermons. Yeah. But something always drew me to that, that song, the old rugged cross, you know. Oh, Indeed. People, I don't think, think about the themes that are in the Bible that include stuff like wood. I mean, God talked about a tree, you know, as we already talked about in Genesis. But, you know, and then when the ark is being built, it's being built from a certain kind of wood. Do you remember what kind of wood it was? I do. And I just got to say this. I'm going to cut in here because Gary always makes a hilarious. Gary is one of the funniest people I've ever met. Obviously. You know, and he makes this hilarious joke. He always says, he says, hey, Larry, why don't you go for more wood? And I always remember that because he says that God was talking to Noah and he would say, hey, Noah, go for more wood. And all this time, Noah's looking around for gopher wood. Oh, and, 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 you know, Noah's looking for gopher wood, shrugging his shoulders, saying, you know, I'm a little bit lost. Oh, but that right. it was actually called gopher wood. Yes, it was just right. It was actually called that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm going to have to use and that. And I'm not sure if we even know what kind of wood that is today, what it's referencing. I'm not sure we figured that out. No, I'm not sure either. There's a, there's some people who view it as a acacia wood, um, which is another kind of hardwood that yeah was used in other places too. But, uh, you know. Isn't what, that a berry? Does that produce the berry? Uh, it, it's actually it's actually kind of gnarly, almost a little bit like dare I say. Well, there's a, a berry. It's called a, a kai berry, maybe. No. A-C-A-I uh, berry. Yeah, I think it'd be different than that. But uh, you know what? It's not the same. I, I'm not a, uh, I'm not the fruit uh, enthusiast. I'm a wood it doesn't, enthusiast. It doesn't sound like, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's a fruit bearing wood. It doesn't sound like it's a, you know, that's funny when I say fruit bearing wood because, you know, scripture, you know, while, while I have the, you know, theologian on scripture talks a lot about bearing fruit, you know. Sure. You, you know, you got to be, and that, that's, that's, a, you know, we're obviously, we're talking about wood. And you you can't bear any fruit unless you've got some sort of plant, you know, organism type plant. You know, that's that's obviously pre wood. It might be small, but if you, if it grew long enough, it'd become wood, wouldn't it? Isn't that a fact? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I'll tell well, you, it, you know, it's, it's so amazing to go down this uh, this path of of our histories together, talking about music and talking about uh, yeah different different things we learned from Sunday school on. Yeah, it's been amazing. It, it truly has. And, and you know, I'm, I'm fascinated how you kind of connected the raptures and the raptors and the wind and how that kind of works with prophecy. And I'm really excited about Gary's Gates and Heaven's Hell's Flames and how you kind of inter, inter, you know, wove that into your message. And I think uh, I think it, a lot of people it, are going to uh, learn from well, that. I, I, 
Uh, that's interesting. Uh, but lastly, Pastor Reverend Josh Friend, I think I want to go out, you know, kind of end this whole thing with with a very special song, something you probably haven't heard for a decade. I mean, this is more, we're talking probably 15 years, maybe more. Yes. Since we sang in our six-pack, you know, our six-part acapella group. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to say the name because it's on Spotify, but, you know, not it's not all, you know, it's not always the best. You know, this was before autotune existed, isn't it? Yeah, no, there was... The only auto-tune was uh, us in the car. That was our version of auto-tune. Mr. Friend used to say to me, used to say, the only auto-tune we have is a good swift kick in the butt. You know, and you and you would kick, you would kick Corey. Because right. Corey was one of the guys that were singing. And if he was sharp or flat, you would give him a swift kick to the butt because you were always perfect pitch. Well, And, and that was kind of the auto-tune. stick at it. That's right. Yeah, that's, of course, that that's one of your old slogans, right. you know. That's where it and, started. And if you remember... Uh, one of the other slogans that I, you know, I personally, it's it's well known that I made up was um, "stick with it." Uh, that was one of this. That was one of the things I came up with years ago, years before uh, anybody ever used that line. Means uh, so it was much. Stick now. with it. Wow. Yeah, you kind of when you look back and you see, you know, you're mm. like, wow, there's a lot of use here. This Profound. is very heavy. This yeah. is a very. It's almost overwhelming at times. It's do almost you have, overwhelming do you have at any times. T-shirts you, with "stick with it" on it. This is an interesting conversation. Because I, we did release a t-shirt today. No you know, We did release one of, one of our t-shirts. It sold out. You know, we had about a thousand copies. I just made a thousand, just, just quickly whipped sure. up a thousand through, you know, through, through some sort of Chinese distributor and they're sold out. They sold out fast, but we call it the Woodstone. It's just a, it's a wood enthusiast picture of myself. No. Uh, and it sold out. Uh, you can see it on Twitter. And I think we're going to be putting it up on Facebook because it's been pretty exciting to see it go out. But I think we should do a t-shirt that says stick with it. You know, stick with us. We're the wood enthusiasts. Something like yes. that. See, uh, it. it uh, hey, well, Trevor, I, I, why don't we write that down, Trevor? Steph, ask Trevor to write it down. He's a little incompetent. Yeah, have him write it down. Trevor, pick up your pen. Sorry, we've got our new student intern here for the summer, and he's an, he, he's not an idiot, but he's not smart. So the you're other, not smart. The other guy is gone, right? You're not smart yet. Yeah, just pick up your pen and write it down. Geez, you gotta, you kind of gotta give these guys a carrot to do anything nowadays. You have Larry, to give them a cell phone or something. Larry, stick with it. <sighs> That's a good point. That's a good reminder. Kind of a <laughs> yeah. grounding term. It's kind of it's, a grounder, stick isn't with it? it? Right. It works everywhere. So let's end this on a very special song from you know myself. And well, I'm gonna list the guys. We have Greg and Jay, mm-hmm. and we have Ryan, and we have Corey, and we have Chuck, Bachelor Reverend Josh Friend, and myself, Larry Woodstone, singing. That's that's your cue. Singing, oh, the old rugged cross. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a crown
To the old rugged cross I will ever be true Its shame and reproach gladly bear Then he'll call me someday To my home far away Where his glory forever I'll share So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a crown So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday